1: Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. Hope you are well. So here we are another day. The war continues with Russia continuing its assaults on Ukraine. And as always where possible, we try to find the silver linings, those encouraging stories amidst all the destruction and death And there's a lot of that going on. Make no mistake about it. One of the things that I also will talk about during the course of this broadcast today. I had the opportunity, and I take in a lot of things, whether it's podcasts, news broadcasts, radio broadcasts. I take in a lot in a single day. One of the things that was going through my mind yesterday, and I heard a really good discussion on this, it was a really comprehensive look at the situation in Ukraine. Now, one of the challenges we face, because we are so self-centered, I really believe we are, we don't pay a lot of attention to world events. There are things that just basically slip out of our focus of attention and i would make the argument one of our big problems is we are too much of our bandwidth is taken up with just plain stupidity and nonsense uh if i have time to get to it today i know i will during the course of this week sometime I'm going to share with you a uh, really good item that was sent to Dr. Laura. It was about a parent who decided, you know, they were going to keep their preteen, I believe, from participating on certain social media platforms. And it was interesting. (laughs) You'll get a kick out of it, you parents. It's also a little sad, too, when you get a sense of all the things. We're bombarded with so many things. And the sad thing is, I'm not sure many of us adults are doing much better than younger people in what we take in, in terms of substance and balance. Those things are really important, substance and balance. First off, the substance part. I mean, it's scary to me the number of adults who are into selfies. I mean, seriously. (laughs) They are, you know, it kind of reminds me of Narcissus. There's this preoccupation with your own image. This is what our culture has produced. So... This is how we are in many ways as individuals and, sadly, as a country. And there are a number of things simmering around the world. I told you, for one thing, I have not put a lot of attention into Bible prophecy for quite some time. And and I think there's a great deal of wisdom in moving away from the preoccupation I had years ago. Having said that. I'm beginning to think a lot more seriously and wondering whether I need to revisit some of the things that I spent time and attention on years ago. Because there's no question in my mind, I mean, this is kind of a no brainer, that every day we move closer to the end game. But I think it's pretty sobering how many situations have actually moved closer to the end game, like with Russia like with the European Union some of these things were not really in motion and at the developed stage when I was paying attention to these things way back in the 1970s and 80s this texture saying, I'm never on social media. Normal life is overwhelming enough. <laughs> Good for you to recognize this. But you understand this, that it's important for us to be a people who are able to deal with serious things and to do so with... Hearts that are healthy. Without so much of the antagonism that we have in our society right now. But I will address that a little bit later on in the broadcast. Can I start with a very human story? This one is really moving. It's a story of three premature babies in ukraine they've been safely transported from ukraine to poland in the midst of this war can you imagine being the driver of that particular vehicle to have that enormous responsibility Project Dynamo, an American civilian and ally rescue nonprofit based out of Tampa, Florida, launched this mission. Successfully evacuated twin baby boys and one baby girl from Kiev. This happened on Monday. The rescue mission, which the organization is calling Gemini, was accomplished with the help of two doctors, two neonatal specialists, a nurse, and a Ukrainian ambulance crew. What a team. In a news release, Project Dynamo wrote that rescue volunteers report they heard shelling within earshot of the hospital during their departure. Brian Stern, who is the project co-founder, said during operational planning and execution, I was anxious because premature babies under the best of circumstances in the best hospitals are fragile and vulnerable when we put them in a war zone surrounded by russian artillery and troops that presents a complicated medical situation and makes it much scarier you think from an evacuation perspective having to move these fragile babies through these war zones by vehicle wrought with peril and danger adding i'm overcome with joy and happiness to be able to help the family by delivering lenny and moishi they all work together to deliver these bundles of joy to two happy families once the operation was complete with happy parents saying i felt like a delivery room doctor introducing children to their parents for the very first time this is absolutely extraordinary praise god for their safe delivery Stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley Radio Program. I just want to say as an aside, that in the coming days and months and years, as we continue to watch these crazy events develop around the world, you know, for those of you who have some even simple, understanding of what you've heard from Bible prophecy. I think it's in Matthew 24 where it talks about nation rising against nation and it talks about earthquakes and famine and all these other things happening. This is really kind of a story of history. But there's a sense of acceleration, of intensity that increases as we get closer to the end. One of the things I think it's going to be very important for us to do, first off, we need to keep our heads on straight, our heads and hearts in place. And part of that also involves the way we engage other human beings. Now, I know this is going to go against the grain of what some of you want to believe. I'm not against political activity. But I will tell you, there are some things that are simply not going to be affected by us. I think in many ways, we're spoiled as Americans. Because we're thinking, hey, I've got my vote. I've got my activism. And I want to strongly encourage you, if you are in that space, do it. And do it with all your heart. And do it with a good heart. Yeah, at the same time, recognize that the grand picture that I believe will develop toward the end, one world government, for instance, that is not going to be stopped. Now, some people are going to militate against what I just said. We've got to stop the new world order. and there is a sense in which we may be able to avoid some aspects of that at the end of the day my hope and prayer is that all of this nonsense is interrupted by the second coming or that i'm long gone before the the end game is actually completed but the thing i really want to emphasize What are the good things we can do in the meantime no matter what governments are doing no matter what evil people are doing we can find good to put our hands to to alleviate suffering to love on people i was just really blown away to hear all that went into this rescue of these preemies I told you they were transported in incubators by ambulance and they received an escort made up of the nonprofit's volunteers. Project Dynamo describes its team members as humanitarians and says many of them are current and former members of the U.S. military. They have experience in special operations and intelligence communities. Isn't this awesome? They found a way to use the skills they already have to save lives. The rescue vans traveled more than 700 miles west from Kyiv to this hospital in Poland, where the American twin boys and the British baby girl were reunited with their families and respective national consular service providers. This mission also led to the safe evacuation of two Ukrainian women and a British couple. So far, this organization alone reports 150 civilians have been rescued in 14 missions and as you might expect they are getting overwhelmed with requests 14,000 evacuation requests from people around the world in relation to the Russia Ukraine war including the US UK Canada France Romania Nigeria Mexico and Afghanistan they're getting evacuation requests from citizens residents from other European nations many of whom include children the elderly members of the jewish community in ukraine and you've probably heard more than two million people have fled ukraine since russia launched that attack february 24th and the estimates are these evacuation numbers could actually double by the time this thing's over with double UNICEF reporting hundreds of thousands of Ukraine evacuees or children, many of them unaccompanied. Or they've been separated from their parents or family members. No, no sign of slowing. If you can be involved in any way, do it. Absolutely do it. I have a teacher friend sent a text to me just yesterday. If I can get my hands on it, just how this is already spilling over into our community. My friend Monica says, I'm getting a student from Ukraine in my class. They left in such a hurry, they don't have records from her school. I can imagine. I'm sure those records were probably the last thing on their minds as they were evacuating. Can you imagine what what an experience that has to be? Extraordinary experience. One of the things I told you... We're going to have conflicting stories. The Russians are going to claim things that are not true. Ukrainians are going to be reporting stories that ultimately will be found to be not true. We've discovered a number of these during the course of the last couple of weeks. I found this intriguing a report in the New York Post. You remember that Russian ship that fired on the Ukrainians? This was that story, the notorious story, from Snake Island. Remember, supposedly, these we thought all of these guys were dead. And their defiant message, where they told the Russians, go F themselves. Remember that? And the story is, you know, these were heroes. They were all dead. Well, it turns out, they were alive. They apparently had been captured. Now we've learned the Russian warship that fired on them has been destroyed. It's gone. The Times of London reporting on this. There's a lot of monitoring that's taking place in London where they're actually listening in on radio communications. They can hear a person on a recording of this conflict. We effing hit them. (laughs) Another man reportedly echoed the famous words of the Ukrainian soldier who defiantly resisted a Russian order to surrender. That military outpost on Snake Island in the Black Sea during day one of the invasion. You've heard about that by now. Russian warship, go F yourself. It's called the valisi Bykov, a small type of warship known as a Corvette. I guess this is how upscale this particular ship was. One of two Russian vessels that opened fire in Snake Island February 24th. And apparently this thing is no more. The ship has been destroyed. Good riddance. That's one of many, I'm sure. But we'll take every victory we can. Back on the broadcast if you'd like to join the conversation the Ingalls markets talk line eight hundred nine to eleven ten the common sense retirement planning text line is seven one three zero seven And on that text line Jeff writes Vince funny thing about something you said in your open I text you a few months ago asking how close you think we are to the end times I'd be very intrigued to get your take on it now because we know our own country is not mentioned Jeff, why did you have to keep reminding me of that? (laughs) That's been my view for quite some time. That I do not believe that the United States plays a significant role at the very end. Where that goes, I do not know. Do not know. Ah, let us see here. Vince, are you ready to start telling the truth about the vaccine yet? Less than a 50% ethical rating? You're still still telling people to get it, even though it's killing people? Please renounce your Christianity. You're a liar. Well, God bless you, too. My goodness. Vince, all countries are self-centered by necessity. World events always are secondary until they get severe. (laughs) As to us not being a serious nation. Congress just passed a bill banning lynching. Doing the important work of the people. Remembered Nero fiddling while Rome burned. I noticed that. And wasn't that named after Emmett Till? I, I just have to ask people, what is wrong with us? I really do. And, you know, it, the problem is, how are you going to oppose a bill like with that name on it? It can accomplish absolutely zero. I mean... And the question I ask is a very basic question. Under what legal (laughs) construct is killing or lynching anybody legal in the United States of America? Please tell me why we need an additional law. Can somebody explain that to me? But again, this is more virtue signaling. And this is more political nonsense. Just designed to help some politicians grandstand and say, oh, look, we're helping to protect black people. You're not doing squat. And you've not made a single contribution to mankind or humanity probably your whole freaking life. So please just sit down. Go sit down somewhere. If you're not breaking new ground rather than just breaking new wind, please sit down. I just don't have a lot of tolerance for this kind of nonsense. It's really sad. Very, very sad. Vince, we should still attempt to stop the new world order because we don't know if it's their time yet. So we shouldn't sit on our hands. I want to be very clear about that. I'm not advocating that because I, I like you, I really don't know. And the things that we can do most importantly locally we should do everything in our power everything in our power I am with you I'm to make that very very clear this text really saddened me you know there's a time this might have really upset me I, I I'm sad and my, my heart goes out to this person I can understand where you're coming from this person saying I used to believe in a benevolent God. The longer I live, my faith in him erodes. If there is a second coming, what is he waiting for? Why allow all this suffering and evil? What does it serve? I've lost all trust in God. It's hard to believe that God loves man. I hear you. See, and I think this is where the reality of God's love for us And its manifestation in a people is so, so important. Because if you don't see God at work anywhere, why would you not be like this person who's read again? If you don't see any evidence of God at work. Now, this is not to excuse anything. This is not to embrace unbelief. I get where he's coming from. I really do. And i hope i hope you find not just answers i hope you find him that's really important most important just a sampling of some of the items here on the text line there's more that's going on including i think this is a very interesting time for other nations That, let's just say, have had kind of uh, dicey relations with the United States of America. They kind of slipped through under the radar. And tried to improve their relationship with us. Case in point, Venezuela. They have now released two U.S. prisoners. After U.S. envoys had a meeting with one of their leaders. So they've released these two imprisoned Americans following a rare visit by a high-level US delegation last weekend. The men released Gustavo Cardenas, an executive of the American branch of Venezuela's State Oil Company, and Jorge Alberto Fernandez, the American officials met with the South African, South American nation's authoritarian president, Nicolas Maduro, to discuss resuming U.S. purchases of Venezuelan oil <laughs> to replace U.S. imports of Russian oil. This is funny, isn't it? I, I'm trying, folks, please understand, I'm trying to have a sense of humor about this. Because yet, once again, we've got Biden going around with a tin cup begging these countries for oil. And this is probably one of the reasons why they released these people. Because they have us right where they want us. They're going to get more money out of us. Now, this is funny. Biden administration officials said the prisoner release not part of any developing deal to restart Venezuelan oil imports. (laughs) Those were banned under the Trump administration, by the way. Venezuela, you should know, is Russia's staunchest ally in the Western Hemisphere. And the U.N. has accused Maduro's government of human rights violations. What a coincidence that now, while these talks are going on about oil supply, they decide to release these two men. What a coincidence, don't you think? This is so funny. I mean, these folks in the Biden administration cannot even lie well. They really can't. This is so obvious that a three-year-old could figure this out don't you think (laughs) oh my goodness stay with us On the text line, this texture is saying, Vince, the texture continues to lose faith. It saddens me as well. I completely understand where they're coming from. I believe Jesus taught people how to keep the faith, love each other, relationships. Maybe the second coming is simply people finally showing these acts in everything we do. Hmm. Vince, I listen to you every day. And have since you came back on I've never once heard you say people should blindly get the vaccine you've said hundreds of times each person should consult their doctor and do what is right for you trolls shouldn't ask you for your Christian card when they don't know jack (laughs) squat thank you that's a (laughs) I love that text They don't know Jack Squat. See, a lot of times, what's really unfortunate to me is when people don't even know my positions. They don't even know what they are. And they're arguing against something that I've never even said. You can go on and on and on and on and rattle, and just it's absolutely hilarious. This texture saying we need to be energy independent. But if not, I would rather deal with Russia than Iran or Venezuela hmm I want to fix America first we should all want that this is a distraction this I'm wondering I assume must be a reference to Ukraine it will be interesting to see what the long-term impact is you heard what's going on with Chernobyl I mean I boy Whenever I hear that word, it sends chills down my spine. You think back to the old Soviet Union and the catastrophic nuclear disaster that took place there. Now we've got this new development. Power has been cut off as a result of the invasion. Ukraine officials have now said their concern that radioactive substances could be released because the plant needs power to cool its spent nuclear fuel. However, the International Atomic Energy Agency said it poses no critical impact on safety because there's enough water to cool the material without electricity. (laughs) That's comforting. I mean, I'll take that news over here. If I lived over there, I may not find much comfort in this. Earlier... Ukraine's state-owned grid operator said the Chernobyl plant was fully disconnected from the power grid and that Russia's ongoing military assault meant there is no possibility to restore the lines. Supposedly, the emergency diesel generators of the plant have been turned on, but that fuel will last for only 48 hours. Now, the plant has actually been closed since the 1986 meltdown, but it still contains nuclear fuel that could pose a radiation threat. If not properly cooled, the warming of the fuel could result in the release of radioactive substances into the environment, which could be carried by wind to other regions of Ukraine, Belarus, Russia, and Europe. But the IAEA said in this case, it sees no critical impact on safety. I hope they are right. <laughs> Certainly hope they are right for the sake of many. While we are on the subject of fuel, remember I told you that I just don't see people who are very serious. In fact, I, I want to extend this to politicians and, and I'm just being very blunt here. I just do not see in our leaders, and I mean even at the very top. They just don't strike me as very smart people at all. They don't. I remember going to see the, I think it was a bust or statue of Frederick Douglass that was unveiled years ago. And I was invited to this event. And I remember just being a few feet away from the congressional leaders. And this, I mean, this still stays with me. You know this I don't I don't know how many years this has been, maybe ten. well, it's been eight years, I think. And I remember thinking looking at these people, Mitch McConnell, Pelosi, all these people still around, Schumer. and I'm just thinking these are the morons that are leading this country right now. They're really not that smart people. they aren't. and they're not digging into anything that deep. And we're reminded that of this again, when we talk about energy issues, this is a brief clip. Do we have time for this? I want to make sure we have adequate time for this. I'm going to save this for after the break, just for full effect. But it's, it's very, very sad to me, the caliber of people who are being elevated to positions of power. And part of it is being smart and... One of the things that I find as a significant element of being a smart person is a person who continues to learn. And I can watch that person learn and grow. That's vital and valuable. We don't need any more people. I don't care who it is. Preoccupied with self. You know. We just we cannot waste the time and the energy that you, you folks who believe you need to put America first. Let's put America first and not put a politician, no politician first. We have a lot of learning to do and we have a lot of preparing to do for this next stage of this country's history, whatever that is going to be. Hopefully it'll be a positive one. Stay with us.